welcome to the We Talk Health podcast, the official podcast for West Tennessee Healthcare. Please be advised that this podcast is not intended to replace any medical advice. Always follow your medical professional's advice and direction. Nothing said in this podcast is intended to supersede or supplement the direction of your medical caretakers. If you have any questions, please reach out to us at wetalkhealthpodcast at gmail.com and we will do our best to answer any questions you may have. Welcome to another episode of We Talk Health. My name is Will Cashagro, and today we are at Work Plus Rehab Center talking with Brad Royer and Clayton Parker and Kathy Sudbury talking about the community relations with Sports Plus and how they have really been able to foster a great relationship with the community and with schools that are around the Jackson area and beyond. How are you guys today? I'm doing good. Doing good. Good. Thank you all for coming on today. Well, thank you for having us. We appreciate you coming out today and talking with us. Um, One of our goals today is to make sure people understand why we think community relationship is very important, especially with our athletic trainers. West Tennessee Healthcare and Sports Plus does provide these at no cost to the schools, and we've been doing this for over 20-something years now. What we want the public to understand is that you need to know, if you're a parent, you need to know who that athletic trainer is and why you might need that personal relationship. That student is seeing, your athlete is seeing our athletic trainers on a daily basis, working with them, talking to them. But as a parent, you're not involved as much because that's there in the school time. But you're going to be involved with your athletic trainer when there is an accident mm-hmm. or if they're hurt. So on the forefront, you really need to go ahead and start building that relationship. And that's why we have Brad and Clayton here today to explain how to do that, what they do, how they do it, and why you need to know them. I think it's really important for parents and people out there to, to realize is that these athletic trainers almost become like another coach on the sideline with the students. And you as a parent also need to trust your athletic trainer as much as you would the coaches who are coaching your kids. So Brad, we'll start with you. What school are you at and what do you do? I currently am at Milan High School which is um, just north of Jackson. Okay. And right now, covering the school, we have football as well as volleyball and girls soccer. And you handle all three of those sports. Is yes. that correct? Yes, I do. Um, I'm there for their practices. I get there during the, the last period of the day when football starts their mm-hmm. starts their practice, and I'm there till all the practices or games are complete. You're there most of the evening. Most of the evening, some days, you know, I don't leave the school or the, the vicinity till you know, roughly 10, 11 o'clock at night. Wow. And the reason you're there is just to make sure they're doing their exercises and practice correctly. You're there to help the coach make sure the students are not getting in harm, correct? Correct. We're, well, our role as the athletic trainer is to be there to be that basically unbiased third party because we have coaches that are there to get their teams to succeed. You know, their, their jobs are to win ball games and to do that they need the athletes the best shape possible and doing the things that they need to do to win those ball games and you have the parents that are sitting there pushing their kids to do their best or on the flip side you have the kids that want to baby their kids that say oh the coaches push them too hard and we're there to be that buffer between the kids the parents and the coaches mm-hmm. and and play that role in in making sure that they're safe in everything that they're doing. Clayton, what school are you? Uh, I'm at uh, Humboldt Junior and Senior High School, also just north of Jackson. Right now we've got middle school volleyball, high school volleyball, and middle school 
football as well as high school football. And kind of the same thing as Brad. I get there in the afternoons uh, whenever school lets out. And then just depending on the day, whether we have just practices or Mm -hmm. practices in game, be there from anywhere from 2.30 to maybe 10, 10.30 at night, just depending on the day. Kind of like Brad said, we're kind of there, kind of that happy medium as far as making sure that the players are practicing, competing in a safe way. So we're still there to to push them, to get the best out of them, because, I mean, we want to see them succeed, but um, do it in a safe manner while they are competing in the sports that they love. Yeah. So, Clayton, if I was a parent with an athlete at Humboldt's, why would I need to come meet you and know you and get to know you and follow the process that you do for my athlete? With your son or daughter being a minor, it's very important to keep the parents involved in what's going on with them while they are away from their son or daughter at school, at the practices. So I know we try to contact the parents if we see any red flags or anything that might need to be alerted to the parents that way we kind of keep them in on the loop as well because you never know with some some kids they get any kind of scratch or nick or bruise they're gonna want to run to mom or dad let them know and then some kids they'll try to keep everything they possibly can from their parents so Mm -hmm. we feel it's very important to stay in touch with the parents and let them know exactly what's going on. Yeah. I think it's a good thing for parents to have a good relationship with you guys because, like, say, for example, it's a Thursday night and you guys are playing in Dyersburg or you're playing in Trenton or you're going somewhere that the parent's not able to get off work in time to make it to to see the game. I think it's really important that the parents have a solid foundation and trust for you guys because, you know, that's their child, not near them. You know, that's competing on a field in a town, not where they are. Very so valid point. Very valid point. We want to make sure that's what we're talking about our community relations is that that parent can trust and know that our athletic trainer is there to take care of their student, mm-hmm. their child, and that once they build that relationship, they don't have that worry. If Clayton or Brad picks up the phone and calls a parent, they know there's something going on yeah. and that they're in great hands and that they're going to take care of them. So that is one of the reasons we really want to discuss. Not only do they have that opportunity to, as a parent, you get to know the coach, but you forget who is also on that sideline. So, right. And they work directly with the coach. They also work directly with doctors. And a lot of people don't realize that, that their role is to get your student to the best care there is if there is a serious accident mm-hmm. or just a brain that we want to take precautions with. And you should follow what the athletic trainer is recommending and follow. let them follow with you and stay in that plan of care. So, Brad, if something like that was to happen, say my student, my athlete is hurt, what's your process? Thank you for asking that because it's a, a huge process that, that we go through making sure that they get the appropriate care needed. Sometimes that appropriate care is to send them to the emergency room, but most times it isn't for a simple, say, sprained ankle. You don't need to rush to the ER and get x-rays and take care of all of that. that stuff Everything right that mommy wants to do. Exactly, because <laughs> we can talk you through the natural process. The ankle's going to swell up. It's going to be hard to move. It's going to be hard to walk on. These natural things happen to every sprained ankle I've ever seen. And so with that process, going to the ER is just going to, in the long run, cost you more money because they're going to take x-rays. They're going to give you crutches. They're going to put you in a walking boot and tell you you can't play for two weeks and possibly refer you to an orthopedic. Whereas what we'll do, we have the contact, we have this list of of people, whether it's a team doctor, whether it's a local doctor that we've worked with in the past that we can send your athlete to where they can get the appropriate care 
the first time around. So you're not going to go bouncing from doctor to doctor trying to figure out what's going on. Mm -hmm. But we can get you to the right place at the right time and get you back as quickly as possible. Because ultimately, that's our goal is to get the athletes back as quickly and as safely as possible and getting them the appropriate care the first time around is is ultimately the first step in getting them back as quickly as possible. I really want to encourage parents, if you are out there listening, is to follow what the athletic trainer is making the recommendations are for and follow the process along with that because they're going to take every precaution and every step they can to get your athlete back out there on the field in a timely manner and at the least expensive cost correct yeah, absolutely and dealing with his insurances and everything is it, it can be a, it can be a headache and and we don't want that headache to be on the parents we we're there to help make sure it goes as smoothly as possible so everyone gets the best care and best experience possible so say something does happen i noticed this morning before brad came in i heard him on the phone you're on the phone with a nurse setting up appointments already for some of your students correct yes Yes, it's a it's a constant thing. What we we're at the field when when they're practicing, when they're playing, but we're on the phone constantly. They're calling or texting with doctors and parents and athletes. Uh, it, it's a all constant day. All, all day. Like I tell I tell the parents that that I deal with. You know, it doesn't matter what time it is. I mean, I get back to you immediately, but twenty four seven, I'm available. Let me know how your athletes are doing, how your kids are doing, and we'll we'll make sure they're taken care of. So that's just an extra step that you guys go through, Clayton, correct? To get them in there and to take care of that student a little bit faster because if we wait and let mama get it set up, it might be a bit two or three days later where you're immediately getting them in, seeing the doctors because we have built that community relationship with a physician. Yes, ma'am. And like Brad said, we're able to, I mean, communicate uh, directly with nurses, doctors, we don't always have to go straight through the receptionist at the front desk, in which that's a, what a lot of parents have to do is go through the front desk. And so we're able to get them in a, a little bit sooner, and that way we can kind of get the ball rolling on what's mm-hmm. going on with your son or daughter. And that's why the coaches rely on y'all, too, because that way you guys are getting that student, I mean, their athlete, back on that field faster. They trust you guys. Yeah, I think that's a huge part of, I just went through this at Milan. We just got a new football coaching staff and developing that relationship with them is just as important as developing with the parents and stuff. So we can, coaches come to me and say, hey, he's hurt. What, what do we need to do? I'm like, okay, I'll take care of it. We'll get the ball rolling from there. And then we have that open chain of communication going from coaches to parents to doctors and back up and down to making sure everybody is in this in the same loop so there's no questions okay what's going on where is he how soon can we have him back to add one thing to that with us being at the school and at the practice every single day it just gives us that more of an opportunity to build our relationships with our coaches administration our athletes as well Mm -hmm. that uh, we may not get if we are just showing up maybe every other day or anything like that yeah that's very true i feel like you guys being on the sideline actually kind of helps alleviate some of the stress from the coaches because as a coach you know you have to one teach a normal class just like all the other teachers do but then you have the responsibility of coaching a team doing well i think that the last thing you would want to probably have to worry about would be, oh, no, my player's hurt. I'm a coach. I'm not necessarily trained in athletic training. What can I do? What kind of value can I bring to this situation? But having you guys there, obviously you guys went through school specifically for this kind of stuff. So like I said earlier, you guys are pretty much like another part of the coaching staff, just like with a medical background. 
which I think is really great for people to understand. No, I, I think that's a, a huge part of what we do bring to the sideline because yeah. it shouldn't be the, the coach's responsibility like, hey, you know, can he play or can he not? Because he'd say, you know, once again, back to football, that's a season I'm kind of stuck in, in my head right now. The, the, the right. coaches, they go out into a game. They have a game plan and they need to execute that game plan. Mm -hmm. Players get hurt. They don't need to be paying attention to, you know, is he good? Is he not? Right. What type of injury does he have? It's a, he comes to us. Hey, what's going on? We tell him, is he good or no? And they, they can work with that, you know, simple yes, no answers. Right. And they can go back to their game plan, adapting as needed with, with injuries. Yeah. And it's up to us to be able to make those decisions promptly, quickly, and effectively as to what is actually going on with these athletes and being there every day we have a good idea of what these athletes are capable of what yeah. what their what their stressors are you know if they are hurting if they're not hurting mm -hmm. and how bad are they hurting and so we're able to you know give a quick evaluation and go further in if we need it and be able to communicate that with the coaches on the sideline in games at practices constantly mm -hmm. having that communication with them so yeah. like you said it's it shouldn't be something they have to worry about because they have their whole they have their plate full already right so that's something that that we can take um from them and help them with and i feel like not only do you guys help the coaches and the coaching staff out the students themselves i could be wrong but i feel like they want to impress you guys just much as they want to impress the coaches you know like i said you guys kind of become a role model you know part of the coaching staff in their eyes so i know i've known tons of people like when i was in high school our athletic trainer was great and people started being more interested in doing that and several of my friends from high school became athletic trainers because of the impact that the athletic trainers there at the time made on them so i, I only imagine you guys are doing that to the kids you're working with now which i think is an amazing thing yeah uh, just following up with that i know we had one uh, volleyball and basketball player last year that uh, she decided that she did want to major in athletic training she's going to jackson state to play basketball and then i believe uh after she finishes up there she's gonna continue on with athletic training and uh I continue to stay in touch with her and then ask her if she needs any help with anything mm -hmm. as far as that, that she can reach out. And we also have students that ask questions about certain things that just get, I mean, it just piques their interest whenever we're working with them and hopefully that it can inspire them to yeah. maybe follow up with it. That's really great. Was that something that happened to you guys? Did you have something that when you're playing a sport, what what piqued your interest to be an athletic trainer? In high school, I was in a, a small town um, that we didn't have access to an athletic trainer. And so any injuries that, that happened, the coaches had to deal with them as best as they could. And the, there's a couple circumstances with me personally that potential game time was lost um, for just stupid little injuries that, that potentially could have been resolved easier. And so it was kind of the lack of athletic trainer that that got me interested in in it because I, I saw the need for someone to be there to kind of organize all that and there wasn't and so when I got into college I actually played college baseball and so I was around athletic trainers I had the access and I was like oh this is so cool mm -hmm. like how can I give back you're like this, this is me yeah this is me I was like I I, I need this and I, you know and at the high school setting they definitely need it and so that's kind of what what inspired me to to get into athletic training that and to be around sports i absolutely love love the atmosphere and so it's a way for me to still be part of that atmosphere um the the competition and to serve a, a really um important role what about you clayton uh yeah so sports have always just been a huge part of my life just growing up playing baseball travel ball and then high school and then playing college ball i've always 
I've always kind of known I wanted to do something with sports, but didn't really know exactly. Mm-hmm. And then when I got to college, I decided on majoring in athletic training. Didn't really know much about it at the time and then started taking the classes and then just got more and more deeper into athletic training and just really figured out that this is what I wanted to do. I wanted to be a part of sports and I've been fortunate enough that I didn't really have any major injuries while playing but uh, a lot of friends, teammates, they they weren't so lucky and Mm -hmm. I'd seen how it affected them and I just really wanted to be a part of helping athletes out and getting them back to the sports that they love to play yeah that's really great and i know your students and your athletes are really thankful that you guys are on the sideline with them cheering them on helping them get better and you know honestly just kind of being a friend to them thank you for what you guys do so the gist of it today is to make sure that people realize that you guys are out there and that parents really need to get to know you because and follow the recommendations that you guys have made because one you are medically trained you have the degree that goes along with that and you and the coach have built that relationship they rely on your opinions of what is going on so we do want to encourage the schools the parents and just the general public to get to know who their athletic trainer is and why they need to know them this has been a great conversation so uh, friends and family of any athletes playing on the high school or middle school setting be on the lookout for your local athletic trainer. You know, they're they're going to be looking like coaches. They're going to be a part of the staff. And they really are making a difference in their athletes' lives. Clayton, what's the phone number that somebody could call if they have questions regarding athletic training? The number is going to be 731-431-0356. Thank you so much. And also thank you for listening to another episode of We Talk Health. We have 14 convenient locations to serve you, so if you're experiencing any type of pain or if you just have a simple question, you'd like to give us a call, you can call us at 800-427-0957. We have five in Madison County. That would be our Sports Plus North, South, our Sports Plus Aqua Therapies, Lift Therapy, and Work Plus Rehab. Uh, Yes, Lift Therapy is part of our Sports Plus, so keep that in mind as well. If you also are living outside of the Jackson area, we have Sports Plus Alamo, Brownsville, Dyersburg, Henderson, Humboldt, Lexington, Medina, Milan, and Trenton. So if you are living in West Tennessee, we have 14 convenient locations for you.